Good evening, my renegades. Welcome back to Rogue Radio. My name is Sarah Jane, and today is Renegade Times. So if you guys do not know, this is a special edition of Renegade Times. We won't have any other um, extra segments. It will just be politics. If you guys don't like politics as much as I do, trust me, I don't like it as much as I, you know, talk about it. But um, I believe it's important, so you know. But, um, I did, uh, say that I was going to, um, cover all of the protests all around the world that's going on. There's some in France, Australia, Sri Lanka, Israel, all of that. So we're going to cover as many as possible. And we're gonna find out, you know, why everybody is demonstrating and everything like that. So, yeah, let's jump in the trenches. Let's go. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, feel free to click the links down in the description below. Get yourself some merch, because I know you want to look damn sexy this summer, so go ahead. We got some tank tops now, so I want you guys to look like a snack this summer, okay? I also just want to thank my um, audience of 120. I love that. I did. I never thought that I would get here. Um, I also want to thank my 58 subscribers. I see you. I appreciate you, and I'm sending love right back. All right. So the first protests uh, we are going to talk about are the protests going on in Paris right now. Protests and strikes against unpopular pension reforms gripped France again Tuesday um, with many thousands marching and the Eiffel Tower closed and police ramping up security amid government warnings that radical demonstrators um, intended to destroy and injure and kill. Um... Concerns that violence uh, could mar the demonstrations prompted that um, Interior Minister Gerald uh, Darmanin uh, described as an unprecedented uh, deployment of 13,000 officers, nearly half of them uh, concentrated in the French capital. After months of upheaval and exit from the fire storm of protests triggered by President Emmanuel Macron's uh, changes to France's retirement system looked as far away as ever. Despite a uh, fresh union pleas hat the government or that the government wait, no! I hate when they do that. There's a pop-up. I'm sorry about that. Um, despite the fresh union pleas uh, that the government pause um, it's hotly contested push to raise France's legal retirement age from 62 to 64, Macron um, seemingly remained uh, wedded to it. Um, I didn't see... I, I learn every single time I start making these episodes. I didn't know there was a certain age to where you could reach retirement. Um, 
I didn't really know what the system of like that was until now. So I'm kind of surprised um, because I, I can see how like men and women in their 60s, they want to retire. And when they hit 62, they look forward to retirement and, and everything like that. But now they have to wait two more years yeah, to, to go ahead and get uh, retirement. And yeah, that's bullshit. I mean, to me, it, it's kind of like making a promise and then by the time they make that, like they work hard in order to get to that promise, that promise isn't fulfilled and the bar is raised higher to where they can't get it. I mean, yeah, that's terrible. I, I can understand why they're angry. The French leader previously used a special constitutional power to ram the reform past legislatures uh, without allowing them to vote. Wow, okay. Uh, this move, or his move this month, further galvanized the protest movement. Violence has since flared and thousands of, of tons of stinking garbage has piled up in the streets um, as sanitation workers strike. Yes. See, that's amazing. Like, you take something away from the people. The people are going to disobey. Like, you understand that, the, that any government uh, at all um, that is put into power, they put people in a system and they, they're like cogs in a system. But once that um, machine starts changing pace, sometimes those gears and cogs don't work properly and they're going to work against the machine. So think of that compared to the government creating a system to where everyone's working a nine to five job and there's this goal to retire around 62. Once that pace has changed like the machine with the gears it it's going to it's going to cause unrest it it will because for one you didn't give anybody the right to vote on this so you just passed it right like under their noses so therefore yes the people should fight against this when you get the people angry they're going to do this I understand their anger. Why would you take a promise away? Like, that, to me, is just hypocritical. And the fact is, is that every government, and I'm gonna talk to them straight, okay? To every government right now, we don't work for you. You work for us. So fuck you. <laughs> the Eiffel Tower's website announced that strikers had closed down the world-famous tourist attraction, the Louvre Museum, uh, was similarly strike-bound um, on Monday. Everybody is getting madder, said Clement Sailed, a train passenger um, at Paris Gare de Lyon uh, railway station. Where tracks were temporarily invaded and blocked by Tuesday by protesting workers. Um, he said that he supports the strikes despite their impact on transportation and other services. I'm 26 and I wonder if I will ever retire, he said. Um, another passenger, Helene Kegon, 
Kogan, sorry, <laughs> 70, said, French people are stubborn and things are getting out of hand. Well, ma'am, no offense. I mean, I don't really, I never mind. French people are stubborn. I don't know if they are. I can't be biased and say, hey, yeah, they are. I've never actually met, met a real French person. So I can't say that for sure. <laughs> So I'm not going to stereotype. But the thing is, is that she's 70. She doesn't really have much to worry about. But I, I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, the wave of protest Tuesday marked the 10th time since January that unions have uh, called on workers to walk out of the demonstrators uh, or walked out and for demonstrators to flood the nation's streets against Macron's retirement changes, which are the key priority of his second term as president. The government uh, argues that France's pension system will dive into deficit without reform because of the lower birth rates and um, longer life expectancy uh, in many richer nations. Macron's um, opponents say that um, additional funding for pensions could come from other sources without having uh, to make workers retire later. And I'm going to make a part two just because Spotify is being a brat. Okay, I'm back to part two. If I uh, end up reading for too long, then the app will quit on me. It's it's a it's a thing. It's a thing with Spotify for podcasters. I don't know why, but yeah, it's whatever. Demonstrations got underway peacefully Tuesday morning with large crowds in multiple cities, but uh, police reported being pelted with objects and responded to. Uh, with tear gas to disperse demonstrators in the western city of Nantes. I hope I said that right. And uh, were braced for violence elsewhere. Um, the interior minister said more than a thousand radical trouble troublemakers, um, some from overseas, could latch on to marches in Paris and other cities. They come to destroy and injure and kill police officers. Um, in genderames? What? I had no how. I don't know how to say that one. Okay, their goals are to, their goals are uh to have nothing to do with the pension reform. The goals are to dis destabilize um our republican institutions and bring blood and fire down on France. The minister said on uh Monday in detailing. Uh, the policing. See, the only reason why you're saying that is because they're pissed. They have the right to be pissed. Do I believe that any protester should be, like, lighting fire or killing or beating policemen? No, I don't think that should be a thing. But like I said, when you have promised something and then you all of a sudden take it away, people are going to throw hands. They're going to. What did you expect, Macron? Anyway, some protesters, human rights campaigners, and Macron's political opponents alleged that police officers had used excessive force against demonstrators. Um, a police oversight um, body is investigating multiple claims of wrongdoing by officers. The striking uh, railway workers outside Gare de Lyon 
marched behind a banner that uh, alleged the police uh, mutilates. We don't forgive. Lucy Henry, a 36-year-old protester, said that by striking Parliament to impose um, his reform, Macron has set everything on fire. Uh, what adds fuel to the fire is the behavior of the government, the police violence in particular, she said. Macron's opponents are urging him to cool tempers by, la by backing down. Uh, union leader Lorenz Berger appealed Tuesday for a pause in implementing the retirement reform for uh, meditation. Or mediation, sorry. Um, if we want to avoid pensions, or tensions, Jesus. If we want to avoid tensions, and I want to avoid them, uh, what the trade unions are proposing is a gesture to calm things down, he said. It must be seized. Um, but government spokesperson Oliver Viren um, said me mediation wasn't needed for uh, unions uh, and the government to talk to each other. Um, the latest round of protests prompted Macron to indefinitely postpone a planned state visit um, by this week by King Charles III. Varenne uh, insisted, however, that France remains a welcoming place for all non-royal visitors. Life goes on, he said. Listen, I would be mad too, so France, keep protesting. But I would suggest that you keep it peaceful, okay? I'm not here to incite violence. I won't do that. As much as I know how angry you guys are, I just want you all to be safe. And I want other people, like the police force, I just want everyone safe. Um, there is a thing called peaceful protesting, and that's what I highly encourage, okay? And apparently Ireland is erupting in protests as well, so we're going to go ahead to Ireland and cover their story. So, why are Ireland's anti-refugee protests erupting now? Look across the Irish Sea. Far-right rhetoric and tactics are being reported wholesale from the UK into Ireland. Um, the effects on Irish politics are yet to be seen. After years of uh, bucking the uh, European trend, an organized anti-refugee backlash has finally hit Ireland. Um, recent protests involved uh, threats to burn down a hotel housing refugees in a uh, separate incident. There was a vigilante attack on a homeless migrant camp. These ugly scenes followed months of protests led by the far right and simmering uh, community tensions over the provision of local accommodation to refugees. But where uh, has this come from? Not previously high on the agenda of voters, more concerned with a crumbling um, two-tier healthcare system and chronic housing crisis, a recent poll found that a small majority of 56% of Irish re uh, respondents believe that the country has accepted too many refugees over the past year. 
Ireland is currently housing about 74,000 asylum uh, applicants, 49,227 of whom are Ukrainians. A year ago, a total number of 7,500 hotels, um, emergency shelters, and uh, improvised accommodation centers uh, across the country are particularly full. And what is sometimes forgotten is that the number of non-Ukrainian applicants is also the highest in decades, um, mirroring the uh, Europe-wide trend of rising asylum claims. Uh, as seen during the water charges uh, revolt, uh, and through the popularity of the policies of Sinn Féin, um, mass anger has, in recent uh, memory, largely been directed at the ruling parties, which bailed out the banks and the bondholders on the backs of the Irish working and middle classes uh, before unleashing um, austerity under the guise of a post-crash recovery. How our now anti-refugee sentiment has exploded amid a devastating housing crisis made worse by the de destabilizing effects of public sector cuts and stagnant wages. With the asylum uh, system at breaking point and fury building at these national uh, maladies, um, anti-refugee protests and the febrile um, discourses I think they said I don't know it might be a typo but I don't want to attempt to pronounce it again um, that swirl around the potentially signaling uh, the birth of a new political energy uh, that could um, impose itself on future elections in Ireland on closer inspection they also demonstrate the um, importation of anti-refugee arguments from across the Irish Sea. These um, protests have drawn from the rhetorical, tactical, and ideological energy that the recent anti-refugee riot in uh, Nowsley, England, uh, the most commonplace and persistent anti-refugee narrative concerns unvetted or uh, military-age young male refugees who are depicted because of their age and gender and inherently um, unsafe to the public, especially women. As a recent poll indicated, women in working-class communities are more strongly against um, integrating refugees than men. Preying on these fears, Irish far-right activists are dissembling... Um, I'm sorry, disseminating false information about criminal activities proliferating through social media on any given day are rumors of sexual assault or the uh, harassment of women by migrants or grainy, unverifiable video clips of the same. A security source recently told the Irish Times that this is a mirror image of what has been happening in the UK. So give me a second. I will come right back. I think it's time for a break. 
Okay, we're back. Give me a second. So, there's accusations of sexual assault or the harassment of women by migrants or uh, very grainy, unverifiable video clips of the same. So, I don't always believe women. Trust me, in my personal opinion, I don't trust a woman as far as I can throw her. But, um, when a woman usually speaks up, I don't want to say it's always true, but it should be investigated. And if there is any shred of evidence that she has been assaulted, I don't care whether or not that person is a refugee, they should be put in jail. Because you have been a guest in the country, therefore you should be abiding by the rules of that country. You're not in Ukraine, you're not in Sudan, you're not from, you're not in your home country anymore, so you should be abiding by those rules of that country. Learn the rules, learn the laws, so that way you don't end up doing stuff like this again. I can understand the anger of, um, I don't know, I, I say that I understand, I try to understand, I should say. I, I want to try to understand the anger of the Irish uh, people right now, because their uh, food is probably low right now because of um, the refugees, uh, they have to feed uh, the refugees as well. There's probably no jobs at the moment either, because Every job that has been um, put up may or may not have been taken by a refugee who wants to work while they're being housed uh, as a guest in this country during this war with Ukraine and Russia. And, um, I mean, it's terrible what you guys are going through. I'm really sorry, Ireland. I, I, I love you very much. Um, I just hope things get better. I, I don't know um, a lot about your politics, but I'm here to, to talk about it anyways. Um, but a security source recently told the Irish Times um, that this is a mirror image of what has been happening in the UK. So apparently some similar stuff has been happening in the UK with refugees. Am I right? Um, at the level of street agitator, online provocation, provocators. I think that's how you say it. The links are clear. Tommy Robinson was welcomed to Ireland in February by some far-right activists. Online, some of the Irish far-right's leading lights have uh, appeared on the Off-Grid Ireland YouTube channel with activists. Excuse me. The This website is kind of crazy. From um, patriotic alternative, one of the most active fascist, uh, movements in the UK. Okay, I'm starting to understand that, um, the website that I decided to read from is pretty far fucking left and liberal. Listen, I'm gonna keep reading it, but I know what I'm reading. <laughs> I know what I'm reading. It's fine. Patriots are always going to be called fascists or Nazis or what have you. It all depends on the patriot, y'all, okay? It all depends on the patriot. Just like I said, it all depends on the liberal too. But most of the time, liberals are crazier than patriots. But listen, um, 
I'm a patriot. I don't believe in Adolf Hitler, and I don't think that they... Listen, I'm sorry, I'm going too ahead of myself. They do mention Adolf Hitler in here. But anyway, um, YouTube channel with activists from Patriotic Alternative, one of the most active fascist movements um, in the UK. PA founder Adolf Hitler admirer Mark Collette. Okay, so I see why you think that this... uh, Okay, I understand. So if they, if, yeah, I don't admire Adolf Hitler. I actually despise that motherfucker. But, I mean, I'm still a patriot. I still believe that people should have the power in order to overthrow a government, especially if it is very tyrannical to the point where the people are slaves. Once people are enslaved, the people have the right to revolt. And that's what I believe that what they're doing um, in France and including Ireland. You have every right to raise your voice. You have every right to be heard. And I hear you, Ireland. I hear you. Um, and another key figure, Sam uh, Melia, recently went on to on the same channel to express their hope that PA tactics and ideas could be uh, reproduced in Ireland. Um, then there are suit-clad personalities who are more interested in electoral successes than street politics. First coming to the fore uh, in the 1990s as one of the faces of anti-abortion campaign group Youth Defense, Justin Barrett found the Irish National Party in 2018, which advocates for the reversal of migration policies. Uh, Meanwhile, Herman Kelly, the president of the anti-EU Irish Freedom Party um, supports taking back control of Ireland's borders and migrant policy and he also is the director of communications for Europe of Freedom and the direct democracy of the Nigel Farage uh, was so or was co-president so I, I don't understand why it's such a bad thing for Northern Ireland to actually have independence from England. Like, I I think it should be a thing. I don't know. See, as, as much as I, I love being Irish, because that's my roots, it's where I'm at, um, I don't know a lot about Ireland. I try. Like I said, I try to understand a lot. Um... But as far as Northern Ireland uh, goes with the protests and the riots and everything, I don't know if it's still owned by England. Let me find out. Let me stop playing around. I will find out. You're going to look for me or look with me. I'm going to research this. Listen, I'm going to, I'm going to ask Google. Is, mm, okay. Is I'm tapping the mic. Oh. I don't know how my... Tap the mic, then speak into your phone. Hey. Okay. Give me a second. My phone's crappy. Being a bitch. 
So apparently the UK is still, still owns uh, that portion of Northern Ireland. Um, they are, I don't know if they're under British rule. Um, I know it's still a territory, but as far as like, um, I know that there are differences uh, in different like opinions and different beliefs of um, people who are south of the northern border of Ireland and the people who are in the north. So um, I do know that some of the northern people would still want that um, independence from the British rule because, you know, the UK still owns that portion of land of Ireland. So, and then there's other people in Ireland that still believe that they should stay under British rule. Okay, let's finish the article here. That's not it. <laughs> okay. Let me get to it real quick. I hate pop-ups. I hate them very much. Um, okay. These are the suit-clad personalities interested in electoral sessions. Um... Many branches of the Irish uh, right nurture su the same obsessions uh, as their English and border or broader European counterparts. Um, ad adherents are, um, as recent micro parties foundation indicates, Ireland first in orientation. They are in favor of housing the ethnically Irish first. They are uh, disdainful of globalist elites. Uh, left-wing politicians and NGOs. In certain dark corners, there are explicit um, calls to violence and ethno-nationalist uh, troops about the Great Replacement Theory. Yet, while the culture war playbook is uh, remarkably consistent uh, across national borders, there is a specific irony to its expression in Ireland Irish nationalist arguments uh, bound up in a history of independence struggles have never been held from the fringe, uh, but have been center stage in Irish politics, and whether for opportunistic uh, reasons for ideologic, ideological affinity, Irish alliances with fellow small nations in anti-imperial struggles around the world uh, not groups of fanatics who dream of radical purity or reincarnation of the British Empire. Okay. But why is that wrong to get away from British rule? There's nothing wrong with that. But anyway, um, in reality, the far-right menace uh, remains small, uh, but the spread of the contagion... I don't know how to say that, Lord, <laughs> uh, could provide a uh, challenge for the right of Sinn Féin's uh, feathers itself uh, for a power for the first time in the Irish public. Um, growing anti-migrant sentiment could benefit the more hardline immigration policies of parties such as uh, Fine Gael, 
Uh, only time will tell, however, the anti-immigration consensus, consensus um, seen in large parts of Britain can be uh, replicated in Ireland. So, uh, I don't know, I, I mean, I have ideas, but of how to kind of go about this. Um, I understand that when, I don't know, I feel like there should be a limit to how many people should come into a certain, um, country, because as much as we all want to help somebody in a dire time, we also have to help ourselves, and I think that's what a lot of these demonstrators are trying to, uh, explain while they're protesting, because... Um, when you share too much, there's not enough for yourself. So, like, there's not enough jobs because Ireland has been sharing a lot with these refugees. And, I mean, I just feel like there should be a limited number instead of um, a surplus of people coming in. I know that sounds like a dick thing to say, but it's, uh, I feel like Ireland... And a whole lot of other countries like it would be a bit more peaceful if um, the refugees and the people were spread out more evenly, if that makes any sense. Alright, next up is Australia. So... We have some protests, activists holding march um, and sit-in in central Brisbane the morning of March 31st. So protests over police shooting underway in central Brisbane, um, or Brisbane? How, I, listen, we're gonna call it Brisbane because that sounds better. Anyway, um, Australia, March 31st, localized disruptions likely. So, activists are protesting in central Brisbane, Queensland state, the morning of March 31st, over the shooting of an indigenous man during um, a recent police operation. Dozens of demonstrators are marching through the central business district, uh, where or well over... Um, 200 protesters have gathered outside the Supreme Court building, additional marches to other rally sites such as the Parliament Government offices and King George Square are possible in the afternoon hours. Participation in the protests could vary, uh, but several hundred uh, people have joined rallies and marches in previous days. Police are monitoring the demonstrations, localized transport and business disruptions are probable, especially along with march routes, clashes, and mass arrests may occur uh, if protesters attempt to bypass security uh, cordons, especially near government uh, offices in parliament. Uh, okay, so this was basically like a current update around that time on the 30th of March. They're just kind of like, it was like an alert, I guess. So, let's see. The shooting of indigenous man in Australia. Let's see. 
you guys. Um, okay. So this is, so far, like, what has been happening in Australia. Um, what, what's been going on with the protests and stuff, so... Brisbane courthouse locked down amid shooting protest. Um, hundreds of protesters converged on Brisbane's uh, district and Supreme Court building on Friday, days after police finally shot an Aboriginal man um, in far north Queensland. Um, the court build building was briefly placed into lockdown after about 200 people marched throughout the CBD, or the um, Central Business District, uh, chanting justice for Aubrey. Wow. So, it'll be a sound clip for you guys. But. Wow. Aubrey uh, Donahue, 27, died after being shot four times by police in Mar... Mar... Maribi... Mariba... Mariba? Sorry. Um, West Carnes last Saturday. Uh, police say he advanced on officers while armed with a knife. Oh, Lord. Coroner Terry Ryan will hold an inquest into the shooting. However, police have uh, revealed there was no close-range footage of the incident with specialist officers not wearing body-worn cameras at the time. The 27-year-old's family and the local indigenous community have disputed claims that Donahue was armed and they have held protests in Mariba over the lack of information being shared by police. Um, on Friday, uh, protesters marched from King George Square t in Brisbane to the court building, brandishing Justice for Aubrey banner at the stage, or at one stage, um, they stood directly outside the courthouse's front door, uh, while chanting amid, amid a huge security and police, uh, presence. The protesters then moved to the lawn outside the Supreme Court District Court's um, building where a rally has or was held um, at which they shared stories about their uh, experiences with police. Queensland Police Deputy um, Commissioner Mark Wheeler said this week the coroner's report may make findings about the use of body-worn cameras, but he said that the police uh, service would act preemptively after uh, the fatal shooting by reviewing the um, exemption given to the specialist officers uh, from the body-worn cameras. Uh, we will always work with the coroner and abide by the findings, um, but we... Uh, don't necessarily have to wait until that occurs, Wheeler said. My deepest condolences to the victim's family. Um, I'm not gonna take sides here. I'm not. Man, I rewatched the, uh, TikTok about, um, 
like what I'm talking about, like all of the protests and the riots and everything. Oh my god. Listen, I I wish, I really wish I could sit here and talk about each and every country. This actually might have to be a, a two-part Renegade Special Edition, like, because there are so many countries out there revolting against the government. And rightfully so, you're allowed to do that. You're allowed to do that, or at least in America you are. Um, but, yeah, no, we're allowed, you're, you guys are allowed to protest, you guys are allowed to do that. And it's amazing, like, um, there's Brazil, Israel, Canada, Panama, South Korea, um, what's another one? I know China is going through a lot too, but, um, Iraq, Moldova, um, so many of you. I mean, of course, France. France is still rioting in the streets. I've seen somebody go live on TikTok just to show everybody, like, damn. Um, but I'm gonna cover as much as I can, and, um, I will keep covering it in the second, uh, portion of this special edition, because this is crazy. You guys want your freedoms. You guys want the cost of living to go down. That also reminds me, yeah, London right now is erupting in protests just because of that. That's nuts. You guys keep going. You guys keep protesting. Try at least to keep it peaceful, though. Okay, the next country that I really wanted to, um, cover is Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka is one of the listeners. I think most of the countries that I have covered uh, so far, they all listen to Rogue Radio. But um, Sri Lanka in particular, I have talked about in one of my previous episodes, and I just want to say I am so proud of Sri Lanka. Listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know this sounds kind of just stupid when I say that, but um, it takes days for them to get to a gas station um, to eat, to buy gas. Uh, they'll be in line for days just to get gas. Um, their cost of living has gone up sky high, and they have actually ran the president out of the capital, out of, like, the government, I don't know what you would call it, <laughs> in the government building that he resided in, ran him out, and now he's in hiding, and it's all because of the cost of living. The cost of living is way too high, the inflation is really bad over there, and I saw the lip of the Sri Lankan people going ahead and just running up the steps to let them to let the government know that they were not happy with what was going on like that is the most insane video i have ever seen like uh it's uh, it's on my instagram you guys can go ahead and look but 
I, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that. I mean, I know that the people of America have done the same thing. They stormed the Capitol. But for some reason, when you see, you see it in a different country, you, you kind of, like, I don't know, you're kind of amazed because you're not the only one suffering. You're not the only one going through something, you know. They're all, we're all feeling it. Everyone's feeling the oppression right now. Everyone's feeling the cost of living going up and all of that. Everyone's feeling it more so than others and Sri Lanka has just gone nuts in a, in a good way I mean they have really um, decided to stand up for themselves and to lower the cost of living like that's what they want they, that's all they wanted but this comes from um, the US Embassy in Sri Lanka so it says, demonstration alert, U.S. Embassy, Colombo, Sri Lanka, February 26, 2023. So this was a couple months ago. Um, so that clip, I would say, is from a couple months ago. But uh, reports indicate that the uh, Janatha Vim, Vimukathi, uh, the JVP, sorry, uh, and several unions plan to protest march uh, from Victoria Park to the Presidential Secretariat around 2 p.m. today. Around 4,000 participants are expected. Um, even peaceful demonstrations can quickly turn confrontational and escalate into violence. Avoid areas where demonstrations are taking place and exercise caution in the vicinity of large gatherings, protests, and de demonstrations. Actions to take avoid areas of rallies or demonstrations. Um, exercise caution if unexpectedly in the vicinity of large gatherings and protests. Monitor local media for updates. Keep a low profile. So this is um, a warning that went out from the U.S. Embassy to, I'm guessing, the, the country of Sri Lanka, who, or even, like, the government of Sri Lanka, in order to kind of, like, batten down the hatches. So, like, you know that the U.S. Embassy in Sri Lanka was working ag against the people. I mean, and to be honest, I'm, I'm not gonna get in trouble because it's on Google. <laughs> this is on Google. Um... But yeah, I just wanted to touch up upon Sri Lanka real quick. Just just a real quick one. Now you know I've got to talk about God's country. You know I've got to talk about Israel. Alright. Hello Tel Aviv. I know you're listening. I hope you all are doing well. All of my listeners there, all of my renegades there. You have every right to protest. It, I, I don't want to incite violence. Once again, I do not want to do that. Um, but I will say, just be safe. Be safe. Be peaceful. Try to be, at least. So, I ended up going to Reuters, just because I know Daily Wire sometimes cites the sources from Reuters, so we'll just see. We'll just see. Usually I'm really good at picking up whether they're far left or far right, but... 
Uh, Israeli protests over judicial overhaul continued despite Netanyahu's uh, pause. Jerusalem, April 1st. Um, protests against Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's ju judicial overhaul uh, showed no sign of abating on uh, Saturday, despite its suspension by the embattled premier uh, this week. Um, as tens of thousands uh, took to the streets to demand it be scrapped entirely. Beset uh, the domestic upheaval and expressions of concern and disapproval in Washington, who on Monday paused the overhaul to allow negotiations on compromise between his religious nationalists' uh, coalition and um, opposition parties. We don't have um, anything that comes out of... Uh, Netanyahu's mouth um, but we believe just a political stunt aimed at uh, stopping the protests said Emmanuel Keller 30 um, at a protest outside the Israel presidential residence uh, housing or I'm hosting the talks sorry uh, one of the main points of contention is the ruling coalition's pause or push for the power of appointing judges, including to the Supreme Court. Uh, critics see the government's drive as a threat to the court's independence and an attempt to or at a legal coup. Um, proponents say uh, it is seeking a less elitist uh, interventionist bench. Netanyahu, on trial on corruption charges he denies, says reforms are needed to balance the, the branches of government. Um, the Likud party? It's a, I, I don't know what that is, but, um, and political allies to the far right, or in the far right, have been calling on their political base to stage counter-demonstrations. Um, Israeli media estimated more than 150,000 people attended anti-government protests nationwide on Saturday, the largest in commercial uh, hub, uh, Tel Aviv. We're going to win because this is not something that we can live with. We cannot live in a state that is um, not dem democratic. Oh. Uh, said Limor Moyle at the Tel Aviv demonstration. Okay. I know there must be more. I'm gonna try to find another article, so give me a minute. found another one, so give me a second. The government made the mistake of their lives. Lives. Hundreds of uh, thousands of protests overhaul. So, compromise talks, uh, notwithstanding masses nationwide, demand bills be shelved. Grossman compares far right to Sikari, says coalition didn't um, understand our demonstration to fight. Protest plan, Prime Minister Netanyahu government to overhaul judicial. Okay. So hundreds of thousands of people demonstrated throughout the country Saturday against 
uh, the government's judicial overhaul plans. So this was a day ago. Um, well, technically, it would be Sunday, but over there it would be Saturday. But um, indicating that the mass protest, uh, protest movement uh, remains strong, even as the coalition has paused the legislation to allow dialogue uh, on its highly uh, divisive efforts to weaken the justice system. With opponents of Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu highly distrustful um, as he, of, of his overtures, and some coalition members vowing to soon pick up right where they left off, protesters are demanding that instead of pausing the legislation to weaken the courts and politi politicize judge selection, the coalition shelved the bills completely. Damn, I can understand they're pissed off because of that. But media reports indicated that at least 170,000 and up to 200,000 people demonstrated in Tel Aviv, while tens of thousands more in numerous cities across the country. Protesters, organizers have claimed over 400,000 demonstra demonstrated uh, nationwide through such figures could not be corroborated. Um, we will keep heading to the streets until we are promised the state of Israel will remain a democracy, our organizer said. The main rally was held uh, for the 13th straight weekend on Tel Aviv's Kaplan Street in Azareli Junction, uh, which were filled to the brim with demonstrators' rallies. Uh, were so held were also held in 150 locations across the country tens of thousands protested in Haifa that's crazy I mean it's beautiful I mean listen when it comes to them like fighting for what they really want for anybody it's not just the people in Tel Aviv or Israel that um that I admire that are doing this you are letting your voices be heard, and I love that. Um, keep doing that. But um, in a new development, many demonstrators at Saturday's Tel Aviv protests wave American flags alongside Israeli ones to voice their support for the U.S. on a week that saw U.S. President Joe Biden express his opposition to Israeli's government conduct, uh, which led to... Uh, the right or led I'm sorry which led the right to lash out at Washington protest leaders urgent messaging of the need to continue protesting in the days since Netanyahu announced a delay in legislating the radical uh, judicial challenges that implied they were fearful of a significant drop in attendance as the coalition put its plans on the back burner, but Saturday's high turnout indicated the protest movement has grown resilient and will not be easily appeased. Hundreds of protesters briefly blocked the uh, Ayalon Highway at several points throughout the evening before being removed by police. 19 demonstrators were arrested. Footage showed uh, a, mount, a mounted policeman striking a female protester 
apparently with a baton. They're mowing the lawn outside. <laughs> um, in response to the video, police claim the woman struck the horse in the head with the sign she was holding, uh, and the officer responded accordingly. No such action was seen in the video of the incident. So for you, I'm... I know it's gonna be a sound bite, but listen, I gotta hear it. And here's the um video of the Okay, from what I have seen, it wasn't the girl who did it, and I don't think it was even intentional from what I saw with a guy. And the guy had accidentally, like, he had his flag rolled up, and the the staff part of the flag hit the um, horse in the chin on accident, and they thought that that was licensed to hurt somebody. I'm gonna see it one more time. <laughs> Yeah, no, it wasn't the girl's fault, it was the guy's, and I wouldn't even say it was the guy's fault, because it looked like he was just rolling up his flag. He was ready to probably go home, and then his friend just gets hit upside the head. I don't approve. I don't approve. I understand why some people believe that there's police brutality. That looked like police brutality to me. Thank you, and I will see you in the trenches next time. See ya.